Yo, Bolt fam. Colin here from the Chargers Powder Hour podcast. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the pod. In today's episode, Miles and I are going to talk Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery showing up for OTAs. And once again, we're going to address the offensive line and that current state of affairs. Chargers Powder Hour is a brand new Los Angeles Chargers podcast that combines the latest team news, storylines, analysis of the games, and guest interviews with friendly beer and banter. Catch brand new episodes every Monday and Friday wherever you listen to your podcast. And be sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at PowderHourPodLA, for all the latest news and updates about the pod. Bolt up. So another episode of Chargers Powder Hour, episode number 14, and we are live with video. First time ever. Good to see you. Good to see your mug, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know. It's been a minute, so. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, well, let's see. I was in Detroit for, I just got back yesterday. I was there for eight days. Chase. And and then on top of that, yeah, I think the last uh, couple episodes we haven't really got to record together either. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's just good to see you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know. I wish I was. Again, we're still we're still working out the whole logistics of living situations. I'm back at home, um, and we're a hundred miles away, but we're figuring it out. Here we are. So we're making it work. That's right. That's right. Chargers Powder Hour is slowly going to take over the world. We're, we're figuring things out step by step. And uh, yeah, we're just kind of running with it. <laughs> Here we are. So let's but, get into it. I got a really good icebreaker for you today. You ready let's for it? it. Well, well, first, first, should we talk about what we're drinking today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do that first. All right. So what are you are you drinking? Let me guess. The same old, same old? Which, what do you think the same old, same old is? Uh, Bush, Bush Light. <laughs> Tis the season, baby. Oh, Rona season. okay. Rona season. All right. This one's almost gone. I got another one on deck. I got a lime on deck. I'm I'm here. I'm ready to roll. It's Corona time. It is Rona time. I like it, man. And I know is that you got the, something uh, wild that it sounded like, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, let me show you what I got. Right, so, uh, for those of you that, that don't know, we were, as we were starting to record this, um, I was like, shit, I don't think I have any beer in my house. So I kind of, <laughs> I went through my, my kitchen, uh, did like a two minute sweep and, uh, found a few ingredients, found some, uh, Jose tequila. And I, for whatever reason, I just have, uh, I've had ginger beer in my, uh, fridge forever just because I think my sister brought over like a bunch of like months ago and they've just been in my fridge 
ever since. So I fashioned together a little uh, Mexican mule nice. without the uh, the copper the copper cup. Unfortunately, we I was just telling my girlfriend I was like, damn, we we really need to invest into some uh, mule cups, some copper, some yeah, copper cups. But uh, yeah, I don't, really, I don't yeah, think I've ever. So I got Mexican a little Mexican mule, mule going. You got to make me one of those next time I come over. But yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've ever had one of those. Yeah, have you had like a, a Moscow mule? I have, I was, yeah, I have before, but I don't, I can't remember it very well. I mean, it's one of those things that I think my parents probably made me a while back and I just had to yeah. try, I tried it, but I don't remember it very well, well. So dude, we need to go grab a drink somewhere next time you're in Lincoln. Um, we can, we can definitely, I mean, I, I make them all right, but like it, it, if you want a, a really good one, we can go, go to a bar downtown yeah. and maybe watch some, uh, some baseball. Or maybe a NBA Finals game because that's that's going to be going on here. And uh, is that tonight? I think that starts tonight. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah. Let me know when you're in town, and we'll have to. I'll, I'll show you around. I'll show you. I'll show you a few different good drinks. I don't know. All right. How many? I don't know how much you've. Because uh, I know you're still in college, so I've experienced. I have. When ex- I was at college, is I didn't care. I just wanted beer. Well, yeah. I've. I mean, I've. I feel like I've experimented with a lot of different stuff. I feel like I've got a good. A good platter, should I say, of oh, also that important to note that important to note that I got it in my Chargers glass. I don't so. got anything, and I should. I have a Chargers <laughs> glass. I just didn't pour it in. You know, I, it's something about the the bottle just adds to the uh, it adds to the flavor. So, yeah. Hey, I I love Corona. It's one of my my favorite light beers. You know, I I prefer I prefer really any like cerveza. You know, Mexican beer over uh, the domestic options, but um, yeah, man, it's uh, I could I could drink Coronas for days. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I like them too. You know, and they're it's perfect. Again, I feel like I say it every pod, but weather's been lovely for a Corona. It's Rona season. It's June here in Nebraska. It is that season. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, uh, season. it's summertime, and that makes it feel. I mean, we're getting that much closer to like football, actually. Exactly. Being here and that's exciting. So, so let's get, with let's that get into said, that. Yeah, I got I got the icebreaker for you. All right. Um so we're gonna this is gonna be we're obviously gonna go to a, a theoretical world, theoretical place here. But if we woke up tomorrow and for whatever reason the Los Angeles Chargers didn't exist or or we're just wiped off the face of the earth would you like would you find another team because some people may not you know if like you know their team relocates or moves you know like the salty san diegans you know they don't even have an nfl team anymore they're just salty right yeah i mean there's that option you could just like write off the nfl altogether or the other option is obviously to find another team to root for so who would that team be and why if you if you had to pick a new team to root for, okay. So just a little, just a quick question. So are like current players on the Chargers? Do they still exist? Like, do they go to other teams, or they just don't exist? Yeah, they they exist and go to other teams. Uh, let's put it. Let's to make the question a little bit more straightforward. Let's say. Let's say uh, the. the 
team relocates and gets a new name and it's uh, just complete like new city, new name, new owner, new everything. Um, the Chargers do not exist anymore. Who would you root for if you would if you would root for anyone? Okay. All right. Well, my first thought would be that I would go and root for whatever team Justin Herbert's on. But for the sake of this, to pick one specific team, because obviously we wouldn't know That's fair. what team that would be, just because I think he's he's the most likable guy in the NFL. So for the sake of the argument, I don't know what team he's going to be on. Um, I was kind of thinking about this. I want to kind of pick maybe a – I don't want to pick like a big bigger city. I want to pick a team that maybe – is like in a smaller franchise. I've narrowed my options down to two, both actually AFC teams, but I think I'm going to go with the Titans. Okay. Yeah, I I love that pick. So the reason I'm going to go with the Titans is, one, my uncle and my cousins have been Titans fans their whole life. So, you know, it'd be easy. I could go travel with them to games, stuff along those lines. And two, I love their colors. I've always loved their colors, like, the the light yeah, blue they're almost yeah they're almost charger like esque like because the chargers have the navy and the light blue thing kind of going yeah. on for a bit but then but then you got that sprinkle of red in there too I just I I think that they have some really really cool uniforms and I also I like I think that they're slept on I've always thought that they're slept on like they're one of those teams that don't get the respect that they deserve. And I like yeah. Derrick Henry. I mean, that dude's a ball. Nashville, Nashville is a fun ass city. So I've never been there, but it's I, on my bucket list. So I definitely, yeah, did it. It's I've been a handful of times, and uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a lot of fun. Uh, so I yeah, I, I could, and I just heard, I don't know how, I just, I just heard like rumblings from from a few people um, that you know they're part. I think that city is like starting to kind of look at maybe getting a new stadium. So yeah. that would be, that's something that to keep an eye on too. Yeah. Cause their stadium is already downtown, but yeah. if they, you know, obviously if they get a new one, I think that stadium, I don't know how old it is, but yeah, that would, that's an exciting pick. I definitely get, get down with that. Yeah. So, and then uh, what, what, what else was I going to add? But uh, yeah, they're just, a te- they're a team. I think that they're just really likable. Like they don't have any guys, any huge names to really hate on. Um, yeah, I'll go with the Titans. Again, this is totally like I do not root for the Titans whatsoever. I have no that's love that's and it's the Chargers. I know, I'm just clarifying. Like base my like my baseball team is the Yankees, but I root for other teams. I root for the Padres, I root for the Braves, I root for the Angels, I root for some other teams. The Chargers but football oh, yeah, teams, that's no, I'm I'm not rooting for any other teams in football whatsoever. So Yeah, no, I love it. That's a that's a really good answer. Um I probably wouldn't have thought of that off the top of my head, but that would but that that one would definitely be like towards the top of my list. Um, I would probably say I'd probably go NFC. I'd probably go other conference. I just don't know if I could really. I mean, because when I think about the AFC, like the Titans would be one of them, but outside of that, like obviously no one from the AFC West. Um, the South, I'm not going to be a Texans fan. I'm not going to be a – I mean, the Colts, nah, I'd probably pass on them. Honestly, I would cool. probably go – I'd probably go Niners. I'd probably okay. stay in the state of California. Uh, I love the city – like, the city that the team plays in, for me, has a lot – like, a big – it's a big factor in 
that choice just because I love to like, like one of the coolest things about like going to San Diego, um, you know, is catching a ball game and, and going to Petco Park downtown where there's like everything going on. And, and now more and more stadiums and ballparks are starting to kind of do that thing where it's like not just how dope can we make the stadium itself? Like how cool can we make this whole area around it you know with yeah, for sure. all that stuff um and then just you know the city itself uh you know san francisco is a, a really fun city yeah. and i like the color scheme you know that's another thing i take into to to count um that gold and red i've always thought was really clean and i've always i've always dug san fran's uh unis they're pretty clean especially the i talked about this a little bit with the charter uniforms those uh away the away whites are just so icy um and they're one of those teams that just have like some of the the nicest jerseys so and they're yeah i'd probably go san fran they're super historic jerseys i mean you got guys like joe montana steve young jerry rice ronnie lot i mean yep yeah tom rathman yeah i represent hell yeah dude grand island nebraska Tom Rathman. That's right. Legend. Senior high, baby. He was an Islander. Um, but yeah, I like that answer. I've been to San Fran. Cool city. Very cool city. So I, I like that answer. Yeah. My my second pick, I don't want to go second pick, but the two I was debating between would be the Bills. Just because Bills Mafia. Okay. Bills Mafia. Yeah, Bills Mafia. And Josh, Josh Allen, that dude, that dude's a dog. I do not hate Josh Allen whatsoever. So Yeah. No, I uh yeah, I don't. I have no problem with Josh Allen. Um, Bills are gonna be. They're gonna be good. They got like a, a, a solid coach. They have like the nucleus of that team for the next ten years is yeah. set in stone. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be a fun team to to root for and, and to follow. So totally, man. And with the Niners, I mean, I feel like you know we got a good coach there. Um, pretty like good quarterback. Not obviously not great. Not 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 top ten. But not top I mean, 20, he's gotten you. He's gotten you to the Super Bowl and he's gotten you to multiple conference championship games. I mean, there's something to be said about that. I know, well, I know they've had strong defenses and and they've had some some other um, areas where they've really been good in. But he's not terrible. Like I know he gets a lot of shit, but Jimmy G, not terrible. I mean, but you got to be excited for Trey Lance more than Jimmy G. I mean. I think that dude. Well, can be a- yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be one of the fun things to watch this year if you're a Niners fan is like to see that unfold and and yeah, but I don't want to. Oh, I don't want. So you you go. With, sorry, wait, you what's go up? first. You go first. I was gonna say so you're gonna go with Titans. That's your Titans pick. are one. My- Bills would be up there, and then I was gonna say I don't want to pick like three or something, but just another one comes to mind. If Tom Brady hadn't gone there, the Buccaneers would be up there. They got two former Huskers on that defense, and I think their uniforms are sick. So, yeah, the Bucks. I'm glad they went back to their like two thousand early two thousands era unis because if they get those cream the fuck they were wearing. Oh, if they get those cream, <laughs> yeah, you go, no, the jerseys that whatever the fuck they were wearing, like what was it, like the mid twenty tens with like when didn't they drafted Jameis? Yeah, with the big ass like- flag on the helmet. I thought those were unpopular opinion. I didn't hate those. I I could not stand those. I did not hate those whatsoever. I picture Vincent Jackson in them right now. So that's true. R.I.P. Vincent Jackson. Um, nah, I just couldn't. I could never. Nah, those jerseys never did it for me. But but they got Levante. Cool Davis. He's a baller. Former Husker. Represent. Yeah. Former Husker. Group, represent. Yep. So totally. 
And they beat the Chiefs cool. in the Super Bowl. Gotta love that. So true, true that. Alrighty, man. Um, let's see. So we got some news um, coming out of Chargers camp uh, today, which today is June second. Uh, we are recording this on Thursday night. Um, so if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, um, the earliest it is is would be Friday because this is going to come out on Friday the third. Um, but news coming out of camp today, yesterday. And a couple of big things that I really wanted to kind of talk about, get your opinion on them, cover them. The first one being uh, Joey Bosa is showing up or has showed up early to OTAs for the first time, I think, in his career. Or yeah. at least he, he's showing up before the mandatory practices. Um, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal. I want to talk about this for a couple minutes because this has – bigger implications and also just a lot of excitement around this. Um, I know at the end of the day, it's just one guy showing up to practice, but it's really exciting considering the fact that, you know, him and his brother, Nick, you know, they, they typically go down to Florida. Um, that's where they're from. That's where they live in the off season. And that's where they do their training. And, uh, you know, no one, I mean, even if Joey still hadn't shown up, no one was, was worried about him, you know, Everyone yeah. at this point kind of like real Charger fans that, you know, follow the team. They know that he kind of does his own thing in the summer. And then he joins up once mandatory practices start. But what was your take on that? Um, you know, him showing up early. And then also, you know, I want to get, uh, I want to get your predictions. I mean, since we're talking Bosa, I think, I think it's fair. Let's, let's talk Bosa predictions for this year. And, and what do you think he's going to, going to do? Yeah, so I'm actually looking for a tweet right now. I saw it on Twitter. I don't remember if it was Popper or if it was Manzano or who tweeted it, but it was Keenan Allen just talking about how, like, he's already kind of seeing chemistry come together. Like, he's seeing these dudes show up, and it's like they they know that what they're building is special, and they're they're completely buying in to kind of what's going on. And Bo- Bosa's obviously no exception to that. Bosa's – showed up early for the first time ever. And I, you just got to kind of think that maybe this off season has influenced him a little bit. So I think, yeah. I think that, I mean, we saw J I mean, I think JC Jackson's there now. I saw on a tweet. Yep. Um, I don't know. We could double, we could double check and look at this, but I think everyone is there. Yeah. Not, like, well, I don't know if there's still any, now that Bosa and and we'll talk about him in a second, number ninety nine showed up. Uh, I don't think I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head and help I got me the out list. here. I got the list here for you. This was as of yesterday, June first. So not an updated list for today. But Popper tweeted that he did not see Austin Eckler, who he hasn't he hasn't been. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this year, um, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, Trayvon Campbell. And then Kenneth Murray, who's rehabbing his ankle, and Mark Webb, who's rehabbing a knee. So really, I mean, I don't think and even I don't then, think has anything. Uh, I'm not worried about any of those guys that aren't showing up. But other than that, like that's a seriously impressive turnout yeah. for things that aren't mandatory. And even then, who you said, uh, Parham? Parham's been there. He's already been oh, there. He just wasn't so there like yesterday. He might... then. Yeah, he just wasn't exactly. There he's, he, he wasn't there yesterday, but he's already shown up. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not. That's can't really. I don't know if you want to count that one, but no, that's nothing. Yeah, that's, to worry, that's really nothing to worry about. 
that's a really good sign. And we all know that Eckler does his own thing. Similar to Bosa, he does his own thing. I mean, I'm not worried about him. The dude is posting insane workout videos. Like, he's the one guy in the Chargers that, like, every year these ridiculous training offseason videos come out of guys trying to do, like, the most, yeah. right? And he's, like, the one Chargers guy that, like, he's our representative, I guess, when it comes to that, like... Uh, I'm thinking of like a couple years ago. Was it uh, Kamara or was it Derrick Henry that had like the barbell on his shoulders and they're like he had like weights swinging off? Him? That was that was Derrick Henry. Kamara had the like the balancing on one foot on a Bosu ball, like the balls that's like yes, platform, yeah. and he was doing the the so the, they're both crazy, but yeah. And then you see dudes like yeah. Aaron Donald who do the. Uh, have you seen like the knife workouts? Yeah. Yeah, that's and then just, uh, that's Eckler Eckler's out there doing like one arm pull ups with like weighted weighted uh you know yeah stuff on him and it's just and like he's, God still, damn. he's still or, doing giveaways he's doing giveaways every week for the fans he just he's so he's yeah. he's got it all put together so yeah he's one of those guys that he's already I mean you can tell he's already like started working on you know probably what he's going to be doing after his playing days are over. Yeah. You know, he's already jumped in kind of into that realm of like entrepreneur, um, you know, side hustle. So that, uh, he's, he's a busy guy and uh, we know he takes care of his body. So not worried about that, but no. um, just yeah, real quick. Joey Bosa being back at OTAs. Um, what do you, what are your predictions for him this, this year? Let's go, let's do stat predictions. Real I, quick. Was, I was just about to add real quick. Yeah. Going back on to uh, Bosa. He's got the flow back. He's got the Ohio state yeah. flow back. I mean, Nebraska fans, we remember that dude terrorizing defenses in the Big Ten with that flow. So yep. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just awakening a new animal. Um, how many sacks did he have last year? I can't remember right off the top of my head. I don't know, but it usually he usually settles in right about right around like eleven or twelve. Yeah, or 10, 10, like- ten to twelve is kind of usually where he settles in at. He had ten and a half last year. So, yeah. Um, this year between him and Mac, I think Bo- Bosa's got to have at least eight this year. I, the only reason I'm going less than last year is just because now we got another dude with Khalil Mack on the other side of him. So I think that that number is going to drop a little bit, but overall sacks for the team is going to pick up. Interesting. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think his total is actually going to increase because I look at it as. Okay. Whether or not they'd line them up one on, you know, one on each end, you know, well, like yeah. 90, like 95, like just think about it. Like 90% of teams, like 80, 80 to 90% of teams in the national football league don't have like two solid tackles on both sides. Like True. there are teams that have really good fucking like all-star all pro level tackle either like like Rashawn Slater, like on like holding down one side of the line, right? Yeah. And on the other side, it's like usually, I mean, it's not always the case where it's just like a, I mean, in the char- this is kind of the case for us this year. And we'll get to this in a little bit when we talk about the line, but like they're just trying to like hope that that guy on the other end can like, you know, at least hold his own weight and it doesn't have to do anything amazing. Just give your quarterback like enough time, you know, like don't miss your assignments or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay. So, if they're going to have Bosa on one end and Mac on the other end, like eventually both of those guys are both going to eat. 
And then you could even set them up on both on the same side. Like what, like what, what, what are you going to do as an offensive line when, and then not, not to mention like the, the penetration, the pressure that they're going to get from the, like up front in the middle that I don't think, I mean, we should talk about that too, because that's something that I, I think people aren't taking into, into account maybe when they think of like how that also helps, you know, the guys on the edge pass rushing. Okay. Because yeah, they, the Chargers I, 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 haven't had like Joey Joey Bosa's never had an interior pass rush where the, the line has has got to be like oh shit well we got to fucking take care of the interior pass rush first and and then we also got to like we can't forget about Joey on the out you know like the amount of help that dude is gonna have this oh year is God, you're making me so ridiculous. excited right now it's insane and like I was thinking about this like the, the, yeah the Chargers. When the last time they had like a legit formidable like interior defensive front was like the late two thousands. Yeah, I can't even tell you who that would like, be, but yeah. It, uh, I mean, guys like Jamal Williams and uh, okay, yeah. Shane Olivier. Or wait, no, wait, yeah, yeah, Olivier was in the okay, defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, but still, um, I mean. Yeah, but it, it's not something that we're yeah. accustomed to as Chargers fans. So, yeah, I like that point. And uh, just kind of while you were talking, I kind of forget how much that dude, Joey, has been. Oh, and Luis, in the Luis Castillo, too. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, oh, yeah, he was a baller. But we can't forget how much Joey's been double teamed in the past. And now what are they going to do? They, they don't Teams don't have enough defensive linemen to double team both Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. So, yeah, I did. I don't see like we. I think we know. We already know what he's like. What he gives us, and like I said, he usually settles in between the ten to twelve range. Yeah. So I think with then you factor in the amount of help he's gonna get. I'm gonna say, and he's still in his prime. Like you could argue, you could definitely argue that he is entering. If not, like yeah, he's probably in his prime. Like this season, next season probably even, you know, one more season after that before he really starts to kind of, like, decline. Yeah. So, the he's got the green light to just go out and, uh, you know, have a career year. Yeah. I'm saying 15 sacks. I, I'm, I'm going to put my prediction for Joey Bosa at 15 sacks. And I think he just benefits like none other with, with the additions of, you know, guys like Khalil Mack. Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, um, you know, Kyle Van Noy, like all these guys are just going to make his job. I mean, no wonder he's he's showing up earlier than usual. How could you not be excited? You know, as, as Joey Bosa himself, like yeah. the dude is, no kidding. is probably just, you know, like through the roof ecstatic. And uh, I'm sure, you know, a lot of that roster is, is the same way, so. Yeah, so cool. I'm uh, moving on. Like, uh, I like some of the points you brought up. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off. Go for it. Go for it. A little different when we're you know not right next to each other. Um, yeah, and there's a little delay too, so you're, you're totally fine. Yeah, so sorry to our listeners, but if it gets a little jumbled, you know we're we're still getting used to this. But uh, um, I'm gonna go back on mine a little bit just because you brought up some intriguing points. I'm say I'm gonna say ten at least. He'll get ten. He had 10 and a half last yeah. year. I can see maybe just a slight digress to 10. 
But I think him and him and Khalil Mack will definitely combine for over twenty. Oh God, yeah. I mean, they that they're, they're healthy and... for over twenty-five. That's what I'm going to say. They will combine for over twenty-five sacks. Okay. So yeah, let's set the over/under at twenty-five sacks for both of them. You taking the over? I'm taking the over too. I'm gonna hammer. I'm gonna hammer the over. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking the over on that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. That's, dude. This defense is gonna be fucking insane. Um, yeah, I'm so jacked. It's gonna be tenacious. All right. Any other? Any last thoughts on on Bosa? No, I'm just happy he's like I said. Just happy he's showing up. This isn't like him that we've seen in the past. I think it just shows that players are really buying into what's going on. So, yeah, a hundred percent, and that's exciting for fans. So, let's move forward. Uh, Jerry Tillery, our favorite player on the team, showed up to. <laughs> OTAs, uh, which I thought I thought this one was actually this has just been a weird like an interesting like a weird little I don't even know what to call it just a development over the last like week like he's not showing up he's in Hawaii everyone everyone knows he spends his off season in Hawaii you know he's probably out there on the beach wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt, like a hula shirt, you know. Drinking Yeah, who I don't know what he fucking does, but anyways, obviously people last week were were giving him shit, and so I, I I wanted to ask you, do you think that played into him showing up earlier because it's still not mandatory, like he still doesn't have to be here? Why do you think he he didn't show up last week, but now he's now he's there this week? Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't know. I my question is. Do you think that he like knows what the organization feels about him, or does he think that? I wonder if he thinks that he's like a lock. If he thinks so, that he's a top tackle, or I, I wonder what he question. thinks. Great so. question because this was uh, this is getting to down down to the like the, the road that stuff I wanted to talk on with him, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't think so. Like after what. After hearing Brandon Staley in that in that presser, what was it? Was it early last week? Probably been like ten days yeah, ago or something. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was it was um, a while. Yeah, probably ten two weeks ago, ten days ago, something like that. But yeah. Like and it was like I mean, for lack of better I mean paraphrasing here, but he basically said like, you know, Jerry has not established himself in this league yet. And there are guys in the roster that play the same position that already have, yeah. And that Staley has has worked with in the past, guys that Staley trusts. Like, I mean, Jerry is already he's he's already like he's miles behind already at this point. And like him trying to, I think, and it's just interesting why he. I mean, that's why I, that's the only reason I can think of as to why he did show up is he the the light bulb fucking finally went went off for him. Like, hey. I might not make this fucking roster. They didn't pick up my fifth year option. They went out and got, you know, three guys to replace me. Not to mention that there were already two, two or three guys on the roster last year, nipping at my heels for playing time. Guys like Gaziano, Fajeco, um, Forrest Merrill, right? Yeah. Uh, Christian Covington, right? That we already know the chargers love. They, they re-signed him. Um, so, yeah, I think the light bulb is finally going off for, for Tillery as like, hey, 
I'm, I might be out of a job in a couple months if I really don't have a fucking amazing camp and just crush it and pre and just like totally impress and turn heads all summer long. And this is like, I'm going to get to the question that I wanted to ask you. And this is like brass tacks, what it comes down to. What are the chances of the chargers just like cut their losses and just say like, see ya. Yeah. Um, like at the end of camp. Yeah. Like, I think I, in my, I, I believe in my opinion, that's where it's inevitably headed. I think so too, but I mean, I see, obviously I don't want Twitter to sway things, but I've seen so many people, I mean, nobody, nobody's a fan of this guy. All Chargers fans know that he sucks. I know some, some beat writers from other teams that shit on Jerry Tillery too, but I, it's not inevitable that he's on this roster. It's not at all because he is not good at all. And he hasn't shown anything. And I think Brandon Staley's aware that he might not have a starting starting job on this roster. The one thing that you that like the one asset I think, and it's not much, just granted also because of who the Chargers went out and got this offseason. The one thing, like the one asset that he really provides is like a rotational interior pass rush. Yeah. You can count on him probably you could probably give him if he somehow finds his way on the roster and and is on the team and is on the team for the entire season, I would not give him more. I mean, he probably deserves maybe 10, 10 to 12 snaps a game. Yeah, it's to that point. Like, like at this point, I'm only putting him in on third down when he's got fresh legs and you need, you know, maybe he can beat the guard and, and, and get some pressure, you know, and then blow up a play. Like, but other than that, like, I'm not, I'm not putting, put him out there at all. Yeah. I, I agree completely. He's just, he's not good. I would it wouldn't, I would not be surprised if he didn't make this roster. I know some people would, but I would not be overly surprised just based off Staley's comments. I think people know how he feels about him and it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. I just, I thought it was interesting that now he shows up and because I don't, I think we're still like a week out from mandatory. Yeah, that sounds OTA. about right. So I want to say like, there's not like all the, all of this week is still, um, you know, voluntary, I think is what they're calling it. Right. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, so yeah, that's, that was interesting. Um, let's say, let's, Let's make a prediction here. Let's let's find a way to make this a prediction. Um, like the chances that he's what are the chances that he's cut? Like what do we want to put do you want to do like percentage? Yeah. Um throw a percentage on there. Shit. Well, my percentages might not see eye to eye with like people within the organization's percentages, but I don't know. I I I'm gonna go right now. I think it's fifty fifty. Honestly, I know that's kind of boring to say, but like it's a lot no, higher than fair. some people think. That's fair. Um, because I I mean the char I mean the Chargers front office does a really good job of you know not letting a lot of if not anything really leak, and they you know 
whether it's Tom up at the podium or whether it's Brandon Staley, they, they do a really good job of, you know, kind of keeping things professional. And that's why I was, I mean, that's why his press conference last week, you know, we brought up the comments just a, a couple of seconds ago is, you know, Jerry hasn't established himself as a player in this league. Like that's more than really like we've ever gotten from like a coach, you know, in recent memory, you know, okay. at, at the podium, you know, kind of like, you know, it, he wasn't just the boring coach speak like, Oh, you know, we still believe in Jerry and, you know, he's got a, he's got a spot on this team and, you know, he's, he's a talented player. Like, shut the fuck. I stop. Right. Like, yeah, no, at least um, he's a bullshit nose. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that was like one of the things that I think fed into the whole, just the whole Tillery thing, you know, and him being back this week. It's just, it's been, like I said, it's an interesting little like development over the last week. And it just bears the question, like, at the end of the day, you know, what are the chances that he's, he, you know, Chargers just cut him because, yeah. you know, he wasn't drafted under Brandon Staley. He's not a Staley guy. Yeah. And if there's one thing that we've kind of seen already since Staley's, you know, been, been at the, at the helm here, it's that, you know, he's quick to, to get guys out of there that he doesn't want and bring in guys that he, he trusts and that he knows and that, you know, he, he wants out there. Yeah, for sure. So, so I'm going to go. Mine's going to be higher than yours. And I, I like, I have no problem in, in lead in and driving the Jerry Tillery, like get out of town bandwagon because I will fucking captain that ship. If I have to, Oh, no I'm going to say I'm, there's, I'm, with you. <laughs> I'm going to say there's an 80% chance that he's like, damn, they, okay. they get to, you know, they get, they either get to like the, the end of the preseason or, you know, end of, of camp. And yeah, you know, Staley just goes to Tom Telesco and he's like, no, like, you know, this guy's done. You know, we don't, we don't need him. We, Damn. I mean, we have Gaziano and Fajeco and, and Forrest Merrill and, and not to mention, you know, Christian Covington, Austin. Like we talked about it last episode, how many guys do they have in, in, in the interior line? They're only going to keep probably six. Yeah, that sounds about well. Let's see. They kept how many? How many did we say they kept last year? Five. Yeah, and so let's say they bump it up to six. Like, just because Tillery doesn't make it, that still doesn't mean like. I mean, I think right now the the lock for the the let's say if they bump it up to six, you got Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, um, Christian Covington. Uh, let's see here. Who else am I missing? Fajeco, maybe. Fajeco, Gaziano, Merrill. I'm gonna have to pull it up now. Yeah, good call. Or let's see. Are you pulling up Popper's roster? Yeah. I had it written down, but I don't so, have it. Because there is just a. Uh, absolute abundance of guys on, on the interior line so even if they go up to six you know they increase it all right here it is joseph day austin johnson oh we've got ogbania the rookie okay yeah, yeah. morgan fox. yeah morgan fox christian covington fajeco forrest merrill gaziano so they're all right my if they're gonna keep six i think they keep joseph day 
Austin Johnson, Ogbonia, Fox, Covington. That's five. And then the six is literally going to be between Tillery, Fajeco, Gaziano, and Merrill. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I, like Saying that, I think there's a legitimate chance that he does not make this roster. I think at best he might he might find a way. We like we don't know. I mean, maybe he does come out and and have a good enough camp where, you know, he's the the five guy going into the season. You know, he's behind, you know, Johnson, Joseph Day, Fox, and Ogbonia. Yeah, and you know him and him and Covington are you know kind of that five six duking it out, and then you know Fajeco, Gaziano, Merrill. Those guys are practice squad guys. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty percent chance he's gone. That's up there. That's a, I know it's high and I like I, I could totally be wrong, but that's just what my, my gut is telling me right now. I can see it. So, I like it. So we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Um we'll see if he's still here. We'll uh yeah, there's a lot to be seen. So let's speak it into reality. So <laughs> all right man um moving forward last thing i wanted to t- uh, talk about before we get out of here uh because i think yesterday he tweeted and it, it stirred up a little bit of uh you know attention on chargers twitter but odea bushi tweeted yesterday on the first that it was like hey what's up la and naturally Chargers fans just started hitting them with all the eyeballs, the eyeball emojis, you know, because that's kind of been the theme this offseason. It seems like anytime a player or someone from the organization tweets eyeballs, like something huge immediately follows. So, uh, of course, you know, that was enough to kind of get people, you know, we're, we're also kind of in that dead zone again, you know, of the NFL season or the the calendar where there's just not a lot going on so people are kind of you know wanting wanting things to be true and and, and making things a bigger deal than they really are but uh so yeah he tweeted that yesterday and a lot of people were maybe you know expecting a an announcement of maybe hey we re-signed Odeabushi and uh, I even saw some people on Twitter kind of assuming that he was coming back and and assuming like, oh, hey, this is great. Now we can kick Filer out to right tackle and Obushi and, and Zion can be our guards. And like like immediately Chargers Twitter just like took it and ran with it, right? Yeah, 100%. And I, just, I was like, wow, that's, that's interesting because today he quoted um, one of our uh, Charger Twitter uh, friends, uh, Brian, I don't know, Brian Rick, I think is his name. Um, so shout out, Brian, if you're listening to this. Because Odeyabushi tweeted or quoted his tweet, and uh, which Brian basically tweeted him and said, you know, hey, we fans love you, you know, come back to LA, we'd love to have you back. And Oday quoted it and said, like, unfortunately, you know, I wanted to come back, you know, I, I was really hoping I'd have the opportunity to, but I just didn't didn't get that opportunity. But you know, it's it's all love, you know, and uh, just shout out Odeyabushi because. He was an awesome guy to root for. I know we only got to root for him for a couple games before he got hurt, but uh, quickly became 
a, a fan favorite last year on, on Chargers Twitter. So all around good guy. Unfortunately, he's not coming back. And uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on him not coming back. And then also, what do you think this means for Matt Filer? I want to get into that a little bit too. Um, because, you know, as we as we get closer and closer, you know, to mandatory OTAs and, and eventually a training camp, like the roster, like it, every day that passes, it just seems like it's more and more set in stone. And this is kind of what they're rolling with. So first thoughts, what do you think about O'Day not coming back? And then um, give me your thoughts about Filer and, and the line. Yeah, um, that's tough. I again, fan favorite was a good way to say it. Um, I like, I love the Bushi. I mean, we only got a little sample size of him, but I mean, he made he made our overall line better. And uh, I yeah, know that he was a solid, and then we picked him up from Detroit. Yeah. So again, great, a solid pickup for the price that we got him at that little one year deal, and he was definitely getting our hopes up. Charter's Twitter um, about him coming back. Here, I'm pulling up Popper's depth chart again here so I don't say something stupid. But I'm, I know that there was reports Filer did not want to kick out whatsoever. And we kind of talked about it just like man up, just do what the team needs you to do. If you got to kick out, you got to kick out. If Ibushi came back. But I think kind of with that, I mean, now, we're, now our line's looking at probably – Slater, left tackle, Filer, left guard, center, Lindsley, obviously. And then right guard is going to be Zion Johnson. And right tackle, I guess, will probably start out as either Pipkins, Norton, or hopefully – I mean, we're really high on Jamari Salyer, the uh, sixth-round pick out of Georgia. So I think that I think that line just kind of solidifies itself more with the fact that Abushi's not coming back. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, he wasn't at the end of the day, he just wasn't, I mean, they didn't need to resign him. You know, you could, you could have argued that, you know, had they gone a different direction in round one of the draft and let's say Zion Johnson isn't a charger, you know, then I think that would have left that door open possibly for him to, you know, come back and, and um, be a starting guard again. But they did draft Zion Johnson. Guard is not necessarily a uh, you know um, position of need, so no no reason to really bring back O'Day, um, except for you know you could float the idea, and, and like I said, we did see it on Twitter of hey, you bring back O'Day, now you can kick Filer out to right tackle. Um, now you're 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 set, everything's fine and dandy let's roll into the new season. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. You could make that argument and it is a good one. Um, I wouldn't, I, I, I would support that. Like I would, I would be in favor of that if they were to do that. Um, but obviously they've, it sounds like both sides have kind of moved on and um, yeah, I, I really think as we get closer and closer, um, I, I mean, I, I think it sounds like, it sounds like, I mean, Trey Pipkins and, and Storm Norton, not only like are they going to, you know, going to, and, and Staley has already said this in, in his presser, I think he said it last week as well, like they're going to duke it out at that position. You know, that's going to be a camp battle that a lot of people are, are going to be focusing on. But 
it also, to me, it says a lot about those guys and, you know, the, for the coaches to still believe in them. Yeah. You know, and we saw, we saw the, uh, uh, let's give Trey, Trey Pipkins his credit, right? I mean, we saw how he did last year. I mean, he looked night and day different from the Pipkins that we kind of started to know. Yeah. And then go, and going on top of gonna... that, you know, he's, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, and then we, uh, going back based off of Pipkins, um, can't remember the name of the dude, but he took the initiative to go. Uh, who's the guy that he's training with this offseason that's helped dude, a bunch of offensive linemen? Yeah. So he's kind of taken yeah. the initiative. He know I think that's self-awareness that he knows that he needs to be better and he wants to do whatever it takes for this team to succeed. So yeah, and also glad you mentioned that because I was gonna bring this up. Uh Duke Manyweather on Twitter, I believe. Um, people were asking him, you know, out of all the, the offensive line guys that you coach have coached this off season who has made the biggest improvement and he literally tweeted back with trey pipkins as his answer so like i i think it's time to start generating a little bit of trey pipkins buzz i mean i'm definitely not trying to generate any fucking storm norton buzz after week 18 like good fucking grief like i don't know why like was was pipkins like was he like did they just not go with him at all that game, they just like decided to stick with Norton and watch his ass get They stuck with Norton, so I don't know. He needed some help out there, though. That's for sure. Like, I mean, I'm thinking about the Chiefs game when Pipkins had to come in and just like locked it down. Um, I was really impressed with how he played later in the year, and I know a lot of that had you know. I think he was working with Duke maybe last offseason too, and then you know Frank Smith being Frank Smith. Just a great offensive line coach. Um, you know, Pipkins really developed under him nicely. So, you know, I hope he can take another step forward. I'm officially, if you can put it out there, I'm officially rooting for Trey Pipkins to be the starting right tackle at this point. Um, with I, I'm still on the dark horse train of Sawyer. He's still my dark horse. I'm not gonna, you know, label him as my official prediction to be the starter. I think he I think he might, you know, we might see come week nine or 10 he's in that starting role for whatever reason, you know, he, he ends up there, but to start the season, I think, uh, well, at least I'm hoping that it's, it's Trey Pipkins and, and not storm Norton. Yeah. No kidding. So cool, man. Um, well, that's all I really have. You have any other thing that you wanted to, to add? No, I think we pretty much covered anything again, kind of the last few weeks, last week or so, not a ton of info has dropped, not a huge, not a bunch of breaking news has dropped. So just kind of, we're just going to kind of touch on every little thing that happens and get it to you guys. So yeah, I, I, I've got all my ideas out there and yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. It's, it's definitely that part of the, you know, the off season where we get, we get things in bunches and then we have to wait for weeks and weeks yeah. um, for really any, like, anything else to happen. Um, but the good news is we are getting closer to that point in the season where once, I mean, cause we'll have OTAs here, you know, the, the mandatory session in, in about a week or so, but then those are going to end, you know, about the end of June. And uh, you know, we'll kind of be in that dead zone again for about a month or, you know, three weeks ish until a training camp starts up um, in mid to late July. So we kind of have another cycle of that to go through, but once we get to training camp, um, in July, kind of towards the end of the summer, we'll finally have like constant 
news and actual football stuff to, to really like talk about and dissect. But yeah, man, um, good stuff. Love it. Tennessee Titans, the new official favorite team for nope. Miles. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. If I wake up tomorrow morning and the Chargers somehow fell off the face of the earth, then maybe we'd be talking. But no, nope. I'm, I'm <laughs> Bolt gang till the day I die. So Bolt gang, baby. Well, good stuff. Um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Our very first uh, recorded uh, video episode. So golf clap big big stuff happening over here um with chargers powder hour but yeah appreciate you guys tuning in um don't forget to follow us on social media on twitter and instagram at powder hour pod la for all the latest news updates about the pod and as always uh don't forget to leave us a review wherever you guys listen whether it's apple spotify don't forget to give us a five stars and uh, as always we just like to hear you guys' feedback uh, it makes us uh, do better, be better at our at our hobby here. So with that being said, um, we're going to get out of here. So have a good night and uh, peace out.